Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hi guys, and welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking the action required to manifest everything we've ever wanted. If you are an unfulfilled professional who is in a place where you know you want more, you might even have this cloudy vision of what that looks like for you. You might even be able to see what the path there might look like. But no matter what you do, you just can't seem to take any steps towards it. Then this podcast is for you. Welcome. I am so happy you're here. Here we talk about overcoming procrastination, how to get your brain on your side so it stops sabotaging your intentions. We talk about aligned action, manifestation, inner child work, wellness, positive psychology, and a whole bunch of other things which all work together to help you generally get out of your own way and just do the damn thing. My name is Sarah Love. I'm a success coach, educator, animal lover, and most recently master student in training to become a fully qualified positive psychology coach and accredited through the European Mentoring and Coaching Council. So it has been a while. A lot has happened. I started this podcast in January this year and it was super, I was super consistent with episodes until about April and then I got married, I got sick, I quit my job and I packed up my life and moved back home to the UK with my husband and our four pets in tow and I am really practicing what I preach today because I have had record a new podcast episode on my to-do list and scheduled into my calendar for months, but it was the first thing that got moved when more pressing things came up. But this week I decided that this is it. I want to do the podcast consistently now until the end of the year, and I thought a lot about why. Why do I want to have a podcast? And up Until now, I think the reason why I haven't been able to prioritize it is because my why around it just hasn't been strong enough. Um, And I'm going to talk a little bit more about whys in a minute because it is a big part of what I teach and what I coach my clients on. But in order to get started with this podcast again, I also had to think about the how because my life looks very different now to how it was when I started the podcast in January. I'm working full time for myself. I have my coaching clients. I also have my students who I teach Chinese and Spanish and I'm living at home with my parents my husband and our four fur babies. (laughs) And I've hinted at this before, but I've never really gone too much into it because it feels quite vulnerable to share. But I'm back home because my mum's health is not great and she and my dad need more help than they used to need. And so that's the main reason I'm here. Um, And I'm very glad to be able to do this at this stage of my life. And as of a couple of weeks ago, I am now also a full-time student again. I will stop talking about myself in a minute and get into the episode, but I'm just kind of setting the scene. Please bear with me. I am spending the next 12 months getting my master's in applied 
positive psychology and coaching psychology, which going forward I'll refer to as a MAP CP. So if you hear me talking about MAP CP, that's what that is, through the University of East London. I've been obsessed with positive psychology since I first heard about it when I was working in Malaysia as a teacher. It's such an interesting field to bring into schools. Uh, But the whole time we were learning about it in school, I just couldn't stop thinking about how I could use it as a teacher, you, you know, use the tools as a teacher in my own life and also how my colleagues might be able to use them in their own lives too in order to improve our own well-being in order to become better teachers. Um, and then I met someone who was a positive psychology coach after I moved to Thailand. Um, and I heard that that was her job. And I was like, okay, that sounds awesome. How do I learn more about that? And I just became hooked, devouring everything I possibly could about the tools the interventions, the theories behind it. And I'd had the course at UEL saved as a bookmark for over a year. And uh, because I was looking at going deeper into my training as a coach and, you know, it just, the stars just seemed to have aligned and it's the perfect opportunity for me to go ahead and do this. And so, yeah, that is what I'm going to be doing over the next 12 months. So obviously, as you can probably hear, I've had a lot going on. And the podcast just didn't feel like it had an obvious place where it could fit. So I had to really get deep and honest with myself about if I had the, if I truly had the intention and the capacity to continue with it. And I came to the conclusion that I did, obviously, because I'm here. Um, So I was thinking about the how, right? how was I going to fit in episodes getting recorded? I used to have the podcast released on Wednesdays and that's just a super busy day for me. Um, And it just wouldn't fit well into my schedule. And I think I used that as an excuse for a while, like, oh, I can't possibly publish a new episode on Wednesday. So I'm just not going to do it at all, as we often tend to think. And it just didn't occur to me that I could change the day. I don't know why. Um, My weekends are quite chilled at the moment. So I decided that I'm going to move my publishing day to Sundays. So if you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, then please do and look out for new episodes every single Sunday. I feel like once I've started doing something one way, especially when people have seen me doing it that way, changing the way I do it feels wrong but you're allowed to move yourself around. It's totally okay. And to be honest, I don't think that many people will even notice or mind, right? Um, I do know that I want to publish every week, but I can give myself the permission to let that be Sundays for a few months. And then maybe, you know, if Sunday, if the weekends stop working for me, then I can change it to another day. We are allowed to adapt. And so the second thing I did to reflect on the how was think back to how consistent I was able to stay with my recording, editing, uploading schedule from January to April. Um, And I remembered that I had brainstormed a list of about 20 episodes, like topics for the episodes and like more like titles. So it was a bit clearer about what I was going to talk about months ahead of time. Like in December, when I was thinking about starting the podcast, I had this list all ready to go. So I knew 
exactly what I'd be talking about on a given week. So when it came to, you know, fleshing out what I was going to talk about that week, I knew the title already. And that just eliminated the decision making and made it so much easier for me to just open my laptop, sit down and just write a few notes about what I was going to talk about that day. And I also had a time set in stone during the week when I would record and edit. And sometimes this would move, obviously, because, you know, things happen and life happens, right? But I always had these like two and a half hours where it would be for recording and editing. And I would make sure that those two and a half hours happened every single week. And I would just find the time if, you know, it just became a priority to me. And so I was able to do it. So I thought about how I was going to use what I knew worked from the three months, four months when I was super consistent last time to make it work again this time around. So if you've been consistent and good or like good at doing something regularly before and sort of fallen off track and you want to get back on track, then reflect back on what made it work before. How were you able to do that thing consistently? Okay, so that's the how. Now let's talk about the why because I don't see this get talked about enough. Yes, people talk about their why and people talk about planning and calendar blocking, but what is often missed is how the two work together. If you are writing something in your calendar to get done on a certain day, you will have a much greater tendency to procrastinate if you don't have that motivating factor within you. In fact, one of the world's leading experts on procrastination, Dr. Timothy Pitchell, has said this, If our goals are not well aligned with our values or our sense of self, we're more likely to procrastinate. Why? Because your brain doesn't see that thing as a valuable, safe, exciting thing to do and probably tells you that your energy could be better spent resting, doing the laundry, scrolling on Instagram, cleaning the kitchen. But when you have a strong why a strong connection to your higher self and have cracked how to tune into your intuition, then the resistance towards doing the thing just gets smaller and smaller. And I'm not saying with all the things, yes, I'm sure there's some admin tasks that are connected to your why in a sense (laughs) that don't really seem fun, but the core tasks, and for me, that is this podcast, when you have a true connection to your why and can remind yourself of that when resistance crops up, it becomes far easier to do the thing anyway. I've never shared my own why on this podcast. I'm not really sure why. Uh, Maybe I will share it one day. I don't know, but I will tell you that a why needs to be rooted in your values. One of my values is connection. And I've been a little quiet on Instagram the last few months and feeling less connected. And this podcast is a great way to get more connected with people who have similar life experiences to me, similar goals, similar values. And I want people to know that the thoughts that they are thinking and the things that they are feeling, other people are also experiencing just that. So this podcast can become the place where people can come to bridge the gap between productivity and manifestation. And so what I really wanted to talk about in this episode is how once you have a true why, getting things done related to that purpose is no longer a tick box exercise. And as a result, your self-worth is no longer connected to how many things you tick off your to-do list each day. But rather, did I live in a way that is in alignment with my purpose today? 
And so purpose becomes a new parameter for which we can determine whether or not things are worth doing or not, right? So, you know, all that, like that girl content on Instagram, the girls with their like perfect white and beige living space, their coordinated workout outfits, matcha, lemon water, all these kind of like morning routine vibes. I find all those things so aesthetically pleasing and very enjoyable to watch. And I think there's definitely a place for it. But it's also reinforcing the societal norm that we are only valuable if we complete a certain set of tasks each day. And I definitely believe in healthy habits. I have a lot that are, you know, the first things I check in with when I'm feeling off. But what you find is that when you're truly connected to a purpose in this way, life becomes far more about how you feel about how you're spending your time rather than what you think it looks like from the outside. And I will say that I do think some of this comes with age. I think I now that I'm 32, I care far less about what my life looks like from the outside to um, how I feel about the things that I'm doing. But the younger you can learn this, then I think the better, right? So yeah, I feel that by recording this podcast and deciding to put new episodes out every Sunday, yes, I'm checking a box, right? I'm getting something done, but I'm also achieving something that is in line with a purpose, which, spoiler alert, doesn't actually have an end goal. There is no finish line to having a purpose. And I'll talk more about this later, because before I do, I want to take a moment to speak to those of you who are listening, who are like, okay, but what if I do not know my purpose? I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know what I enjoy doing. Yes, I have some interests, but they don't really seem very deep. I've never really had that feeling of like leaping out of bed or that, you know, that's how does that saying go? Like love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life or something. Like I've never had that feeling. Um, my job isn't fulfilling, like maybe I enjoy it, but it's not, you know, doesn't, doesn't, there's no spark there. And I also have no idea what I'd do instead if I wasn't doing that job. Okay, first of all, please know that you are not in the minority. We are not taught these things at school. In the early stages of our career, it isn't talked about much in pop culture, though more now with social media, of course it is. So there's nothing wrong with you if you are 30, 40, 50, or even older and you are feeling this way. But there are some things that you can remember on this journey towards finding your purpose. You won't find it by doing one journaling session. Finding your purpose, finding your why is a process that can take months. And when I'm working with my one-on-one clients on this, we focus on a few key things that can really help this process. The first is values. Okay, I'd really get clear on what your values are and how can you start living a life that is in accordance with those values. This is also known in manifestation as like your authentic code, right? I mentioned that one of my values is connection. So have a think about what yours are. The second is memories. Okay, think about some core memories that you have as a child where you felt like truly, truly alive. Maybe not even as a child, maybe in early adulthood, maybe even recently, just times when you felt truly at peace or truly like, yeah, this is what life is all about. Like those kind of feelings. What were you doing? Who were you with? How were you feeling? Why did you feel this way? Asking yourself questions about that kind of stuff. Okay, and the third is doing stuff, (laughs) doing activities, right? Getting out there and living your life, traveling, 
starting a new hobby, hanging out with friends, going to do new things, actually going and living your life can help you find what you value and help you find your purpose. And the fourth kind of ties all of these together. It's having a practice of noticing, noticing when you have those moments of like feeling truly connected to someone or feeling truly aligned with what you're doing. That is the kind of experience that will help you get closer to finding what your purpose is. And the more you notice these things, the closer you're getting. And it is a practice. It's not something that we do automatically. It's something we actually have to take time to notice. And just one thing to note is your purpose is not something that you choose, right? Although you might choose the way that you word it, it is something that you're going to be guided to by having an awareness of all of these things. And if you've worded your purpose well, though of course there may be some exceptions, obviously everyone's purpose is totally unique, there may be infinite purposes out there, but if you've worded yours well, it will not have an end date, it will not be something that you can achieve, it is something to strive for, right? I I don't know why, but I always like to think of uh, Greta Thunberg when I think of this idea, because her purpose is so clear, right? It's fighting climate change and you know getting people to really wake up and think about climate change and of course we hope that in her lifetime we will see a lot hopefully the reversal of climate change right but I can't see a day where she will wake up and be like you know problem solved <laughs> I've achieved my goal right it's something it's a lifelong journey that she's on fighting this fight right or if you think of a researcher I'm hearing from a lot of researchers at the moment as part of my MAP CDP, but it's interesting because they're like their work is never done. They are always getting excited about new things in their field uh, because they're so secure in their mission and their purpose, right? And so when you have this why, this purpose, this guidepost or a North Star so clearly defined, what happens to your productivity? It becomes less of a tick box exercise and more of a constant light guiding you towards taking the next action step towards the growth and towards the progress of that purpose. I hope you found these thoughts helpful and I hope that you'll spend some time reflecting on these things and allow yourself to be guided to your next steps through getting closer to your purpose. Please remember that finding your purpose is a journey in itself, okay? It's not something that's gonna happen tomorrow. It's not something that's going to happen next week. It is something that you can really, really speed up the process on by working with someone to help you get there or maybe talking to someone about it, maybe a friend or a family member. Also, don't forget that you can always check out my one-on-one coaching mentorship, which is a 12-week program that is focused on helping you take the consistent aligned action towards manifesting everything you've ever wanted. We will work together to help you achieve your goals, break the cycle of procrastination and pretty much just become the best version of yourself. I will leave a link in the show notes to the application. You can read so many more details about what what the one-on-one coaching mentorship is in there, but please do send me a DM on Instagram at to manifest action that's t-o manifest action um, and we can talk all about one-on-one coaching in there and you can ask me any questions that you have to see if one-on-one coaching mentorship would be right for you 
All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do. And you're listening on Spotify, please go and give it a five star rating. If you're listening on Apple podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.